Greetings. I am Shweta with the School of Imagination. Today, I'm excited to share with you three assumptions that I have incorporated into my life and that I recommend that you start to develop in your mindset that will help make your life a lot easier and happier. As many of you students are probably familiar already, the Law of Assumption is a fundamental lesson that Neville Goddard shared with his followers time and time again in his lectures and in his books. He taught us that every single thing in our life conforms to our assumptions. He told us time and time again that our life is just based on hardened assumptions. So our assumptions literally harden into fact. He said, daring to assume that all things are possible to imagine, put this one reality to the extreme test by assuming that you are the person you would like to be. Your reasonable mind and outer senses may deny it, but I promise you, if you will persist, you will receive your assumption. Believe me, you are the same God who created and sustains the universe, but are keyed low, so you must be persistent if you would bring about a change. On this level, we are fragmented, but we are all that one imagination. Although we seem to be many, in the most intimate manner possible, we are one. We rise above this level through the act of assumption. For an assumption, though false, if persisted in, will harden into fact. So, as a student of Neville Goddard, I, of course, keep this in mind in my daily practice. So I thought I'd share, like I said, three fundamental conscious assumptions that I have incorporated into my mindset because they have helped me expand the possibilities of my life in many ways and have helped support the unfolding of a lot of conscious manifestations in ways that I can't even begin to express. So. So let's start. Number one is this. The universe is always working out for me, conspiring to make all my desires come true. As the protagonist of my life, to me it only makes sense that everything I experience is meant for me to lead me to my happy ending. So you know what paranoia is, right? Everybody knows what paranoia is, and we've all experienced that feeling. What is pronoia? Have you ever heard of that term? I came across that term and it describes this assumption very well. It's defined as the belief that the world is conspiring in my favor. How wonderful is that? So instead of being paranoid and being worried that the world is conspiring against me, which is what paranoia is, pronoia is when I believe the world is conspiring for the betterment of me and for the sole purpose of my happiness, my desires, my fulfillment. This assumption really helps me in times of turmoil or in times where circumstances are very difficult to uh, deal with and things are happening that seem bad on the outside. Because when I'm feeling negative in those, you know, in, in those moments, those emotions that I'm feeling that are very natural when disappointing events occur, that back in the back of my mind, I have that developed assumption that actually this is part of a bigger story. The universe is always working out for me and is always conspiring to make all my dreams come true. So that assumption really helps to support me even in times of turmoil, like I said, because 
it helps to for me to realize that there's a bigger picture, a bigger view. And more often than not, things that look negative in the onset become the perfect bridge of events to leading me to like a greater desire, a bigger desire, a bigger understanding. The best for me is the best for all. If I truly desire something, that's because it's best for everyone in my universe. It can feel really noble and righteous and, you know, the right thing to do to be overly concerned about others. And truly, honestly, that is why we are here, to love one another and to experience each other through that separation um, and care about each other and love each other, learn to love each other, right? But a lot of us have had assumptions based on beliefs that, you know, represent lack, you know, finite resources rather than infinite resources, uh, a lack of worthiness or a lack of, you know, deservedness. You know, that, that platform of belief isn't conducive to helping you experience your desires in a full way. So what if every desire you have led to the betterment of all? Again, you don't need to know how. But living in the end through this assumption that anything that I want, if I truly desire something, anything that feels natural to me is perfect for everybody else as well, and it's best for everyone else in my universe, then I can move forward guilt-free. And that's exactly what Neville teaches in many of his lectures as well. So as an example, let's say you do an imaginal act to get a promotion at work, and you're starting to realize that it's happening. You're starting to realize, oh, you know, my boss is giving me some special attention. Um, you know, there's a meeting getting booked and you're starting to feel excited. And then you start to realize that that reality comes to be that your coworker is a hard worker too. And you feel bad that he might, you know, he might want this promotion. And you, you feel bad that maybe if you got that promotion, he would feel bad. And it might just be a niggling little thought. Looks like he might need that money more. Who looks like he might need that promotion more. And maybe, you know, you'd think pretty highly of his skills. So maybe there's a little bit of a guilt factor that happens there. Some people might experience this, others might not. But I definitely have. What if every desire you have led to the betterment of all? And like Neville teaches, you don't need to know how. You must assume that your desire for this promotion will lead to his best life. So your desire to get that promotion, your true desire and you know your belief of getting that promotion because you know it's the perfect job for you is going to lead and your manifestation of that is going to lead to the betterment of his life. You need to develop that assumption because the bridge of incidents to prove this to you can emerge in a number of ways, infinite ways. I've experienced this so many times. So maybe he will capitalize on his entrepreneurial desires because he didn't get that promotion and make it really big. You know, maybe he will change the way he behaves at work. You know, maybe there's a reason he didn't get that promotion and you know, noticing that you got that promotion has leads to him improving his social skills at work and, you know, figuring out what he really wants. Making this assumption makes your life easy. Number three, if I don't know something, especially in the field of conscious manifestation, I'll find out exactly what I need to know when I need to know it in a unique and perfect way for me. A little bit of a mouthful, that one. But once you kind of develop that assumption, it'll feel really natural and real. So if I don't know something, let's say I have this feeling of, oh, I don't know that. What does that mean? This questioning energy. 
I'll find out exactly what I need to know when I need to know it in a uniquely perfect way for me. So even in a discipline as seemingly simple to understand as the imagination, which is something that we all know that we've been using as babies and is pretty much second nature to us, uh, there can be a lot of counterproductive, almost self-conscious internal questioning when we try to manifest consciously. So we ask ourselves, wait, what? How do I do that? How do I visualize better? Is visualizing the most important thing for manifesting? How do I change my beliefs? How do I know when my beliefs have actually changed and, and, and not just, you know, me faking it? Um, what are some good best practices for imaginal activity? Am I doing this right? Wait, what did Neville say about money? Is not money evil? Is money and you know, all these questions are natural. They seem natural and they are natural. But you know what else is supposed to be natural? Manifestation. Conscious creation is supposed to be natural. We're all here because creation through our mere conscious existence is natural to us. So imagine if we had that type of questioning attitude about something as natural as breathing. Let's say all of a sudden we start questioning. Wait, how does my breathing happen again? What's the way to breathe? In and out, right? Wait, is it through the nose or through the mouth? That whole questioning would make breathing feel like an unnatural experience. And focusing on it that way can make breathing very hard. I mean, you know, that scenario brings up an example in my head, and maybe you've experienced this before, where you're around a really attractive person of the gender of your preference, and you might forget how to breathe. Because, whoa, that person's beautiful. So, so the self-consciousness questioning kicks in about my bodily functions. You know, I, I get really self-conscious about my breathing. I get self-conscious about every sound I might be making. I try to calm my heart through my breath and something simple and natural as breath just because of a shift of consciousness i.e. I'm in front of a hot guy can feel extremely challenging and that can happen a lot and I see that happen a lot in the conscious community uh, with people who are trying to manifest consciously right that questioning energy can really block you this questioning energy where is it what do I need to know do I have everything that I need can often lead us to blocking the very knowledge, resources, and, and desire that we want. The knowledge is really not hard to come by. The resources are really not that hard to come by. You can get knowledge in a download. You can understand a process through a dream. You can get clarity through a conversation with a friend. Think, free things can fall into your lap, and they do happen easily in a perfect way, in a way that's perfect for you, if you assume so. Start assuming this in more areas of your life. So what I, the way that I incorporate it is, as soon as I'm in the position of a lack of knowledge, for example, not knowing something, that feeling of not knowing something, a specific feeling, I take that opportunity. Every time I can remember, I take that opportunity to smile, thank the God within me for providing me with this opportunity to learn about this, and recognize that that vacuum, so that feeling of not knowing something will be filled in the perfect way. So that, that feeling becomes a trigger to remember my assumption that everything I ever want to know is coming to me in the most perfect way possible. This assumption has helped me become a great student in this subject matter. You know, I learn, grow, manifest, and experience a lot of things with a lot more ease because of this assumption. So, do you agree? Do you agree that these three assumptions are important for conscious manifesting? What are some other great assumptions that you can think of and that you've incorporated that have helped you out in your life? Thank you so much for listening. I love to learn from you as well. And as always, 
imagine wisely.